0: Good evening, Mary Rabbi Isai. We're in the middle of the Ravi. In Perek Vav we're up to the fourth item. And a very important one, a very practical one, of the behavior that the balaknia, the humble person, should engage in. And just to uh, review over what we learned last night, the is a table tebl Adam, first of all, to try to benefit other people, try to do favors for other people. Speak well about them. Compliment them to themselves, to other people. One should accustom his tongue that his speech should be, first of all, good speech, as we shall see. And once you try to put other people up, lift other people up, speak good about them. Find favor in the things that they do. Judge them favorably. Vishalayhi Sabbath is certainly not to speak derogatory about other people. And then he says one more thing here is that's. They want you to try to be them, to try to pardon, forgive those who even wronged him. They made a even though they're not deserving of it. They were malicious, they did it knowingly. And they were wrong. But if for the person who is a Baal Haknia, for the person who is indeed an Unov, he will find within himself to be Michael then. To let it go, to say forget about it. Now, obviously, if we're talking about there was damage done monetarily, there's no, uh, nowhere does it say you just have to forego that. Someone damaged another person monetarily. Spoke badly about his business and therefore took away customers. If that can be retrieved in a bezden, one is allowed to do that. Certainly, if one damaged someone directly, that was an indirect uh, damage, not so somebody can get back that, that money. But if it's done in a way, that could be garmi. But if it's done in a way of monetarily harming somebody, you can get your money back. But in terms of the feeling to the person, that not that you can still have with a treat him with equilibrium as a friend as a colleague, even someone wrong. And this we find that the source where this comes from, where first you could find within him to be Michael somebody else, to forgive somebody else, is indeed the trait of humility. First he quotes, going back and forth, don't speak deceitfully, don't speak in a way of, uh, derogatory about other people. That's not where your mouth should go in talking pejoratively about other people. Now, he says, We can go back and see from one of the earliest sources of one who spoke badly. It wasn't even so bad, but one who did speak, not positively about somebody else, with some disgrace involved, and yet the, we'll call it the victim in the case, forgave the person who spoke ill about him. Masha, on my, because of this, is what the posting tells us very famously about the Maisha with Moshe Rabbeinu. That Miriam and Aaron spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu. And it says about that episode, because right after that, the Pesach says, And here the Chaves is bothered. Why does it have to tell us right at that juncture in Chumash? Mesh Rabbeinu the greatest anav? we introduced to Mosh Rabbeinu right here in this parasha, parasha Shemais Tells us about him. Tells us what he did. Why do we say what he You should know Mesh Rabbeinu became a tremendous anav?" of. When we meet Moshe Rabbeinu here, he was a young boy. Then he's thirteen. Then he comes back later. He's eighty years old. No, we can describe that he was a great Anuv. No, we wait till later on in Baruch's Oh, by the way, Moshe was a great Anuv. Says the The Torah is indicating not just by the way an interesting fact about Moshe Rabbeinu. You should know that after Miriam spoke Lashon Harab. Against Moshe Rabbeinu, he was Michael right away. He forgave the incident right away. How do we know that? How do we know he was Michael? Because, because Moshe Rabbeinu was the quintessential Anav, humble person, and a humble person is able to forgive other people. Because Moshe said to himself, okay, so they spoke about me. Do I think I'm so great that, that people shouldn't speak about me, even if uh, if it's not so positive? So they spoke about me. That's the sign of an anav. The sign of an anav is that he says, okay, all right, I don't let it penetrate, I don't let it go, go in. And that's the purpose of the Pasik telling us that Meshav Rabbeinu was the greatest anav. And therefore, for sure, we know he was Michael. And even so, Miriam got punished. But the point is, how do we see that someone could be Michael could forgive another person? Because of Anivas. Place from a, says, Anything that is spoken, don't let it go into your heart. Rabbi Yashiv Zatzal once told one of his Talmud, he was all upset this Talmud about something that happened, something was said. Rabbi Yashav told him, You should know, I'll tell you a rule how I behave. He says, I never let anything go past the heart. They can just stay on the outside. Nothing penetrates the heart except for Divre Teirah. That bothers me. If I can't understand something, if I'm trying to think of something, trying to remember a Kiddush, that bothers me. Everything else I just let outside. And when you let it outside, it's much easier to deal with it. You're able to deal with it objectively. You don't take it to heart, as the saying goes. You don't get all emotionally invested in it. It's just I leave it outside. I don't let it get inside. And that's the idea here. Don't let it get into your heart. Sometimes, what the Hashem is showing the person is, you know why this happened to you? This happened to you because that's the way you may be treated others. A uh, beautiful word that uh, Rabbi Burg from the Kolol was speaking on the uh, laws of guarding one's tongue. That when a, when a person comes to the Kain who have tzaras, particularly when one finds tzaras on his house, that's the first message that Hashem sends the person, or the person who speaks Lashonara, and doesn't correct himself, doesn't do tshuva, doesn't say, I spoke Lashonara, I have to do tshuva. Hashem sends a message to him, and a, a nega of tzaras, a discoloration, comes in on one of the stones of his house. When he comes to the kain, he has to, has to say to the kain, nearly It appears to me; it seems to me that there's a nega on my house, and that's halach in a Mishnah bin mezachtes negaim. So this Albert he quoted, "Why does it have the person that say So he says, "You know why? Because the person who spoke lashon hara, he looked at some story that was going on." What, an action that a person did, and it appeared to him that the person was wrong. It appeared to him that the person had ill feelings. So now Hashem sends him a message, and says, listen, this is what you should say, it appears to me, oh, look at that, what am I saying? It appears to me, it seems to me, maybe it's a message that I'm looking at things not in the right way. That's why he says Kenega. Now it's interestingly, about Tsaras, we just mentioned my Rabbeinu, that he was the great Onuv, Really, this is the famous words of the Rambam. In the end of Hilchas Tzumas Saras. Perek Tezain, all of it at the end. It's a long piece in the Rambam, where he says we are warned against speaking Lashon Hara. Like it says, he he Benegat we're warned, don't get Saras on yourself. How do you get saras? By speaking Lashon Hara. Speaking Lashon Hara is the opposite of what we're talking about over here. He was supposed to speak good about other people, not in derogatory ways. And we have another positive commandment. We have to remember what Hashem did to Miriam on the road in the wilderness. What does that mean? Remember. Well, just remember. Oh, yeah, I remember what Hashem did to Miriam. Hashem gave her Tsaras, and they had to wait for seven days. Until the camp went on. Because she was quarantined for seven days. What, we gonna, what That's what we should remember. Says the Rabbah Marei Aimer. His Ninu Miriam We have to contemplate and think. Think for a moment what happened to Miriam. And what was that whole story? What was the background to that story? Who were the protagonists in the story? Oh, you know who it was? It was Miriam, who herself was a Neviya, a prophetess. Shadibra Ba'acheha. She, she actually was the older sister, let's remember. She was six years older than Moshe Rabbeinu. She was older than him. She raised him. When he was a little boy, she raised him. That's this week's parsha. He was sent down Moshe Rabbeinu as a baby in the basket on the Yamsuf in the Nile River and who stood behind the bushes and who stood behind the sister stood over there, to know what's going on. She risked her life. The Rambam says, you're going to read this week's Parashavatei about If she stood, yeah, she just stood, you know. Maybe she was watching on Zooms, what's happening. No, no, no. She risked her life. The Sikna She put herself in danger to see what was happening. So, we get a feeling of how much she cared about her brother. Right? She raised him. She risked her life for him. And what did she say already? Le Dibra Biknusai. She didn't really speak harmful things about him. She just made a mistake. She equated Moshe to any other prophet. She thought Moshe was on the same level as any other prophet, which is a great level. No, but really he surpassed all the other other prophets. He compared to the other. Says the Rambam, And Moshe Rabbeinu (coughs) did not care about any of this. He was not Macbeth. He didn't take any offense of it. How do we know he didn't take offense? How do we know he didn't care? How do we know it didn't get into his heart and he felt insulted? He felt bad. What are you equating to me? You think I'm only a a, a Rosh Hashiv of this rank? Huh. No, I'm much higher than that. Mosh Hashanah didn't care. How do we know? Says the Rambam, the same Pasek as the Chavah brings. So we see here that the trait of an anav, one who is an anav, we see, is someone who could forgive, someone who doesn't take things to heart. So part of the behavior of an anav, of someone with humility is, he speaks good about other people, he lifts them up, and when people speak bad against him, he's able to let it go. He's able to forgive. This really, this whole idea, before we go to the next chazal, famous Mais, the Gabarantinus, this whole idea really, what the Chavis of Obos is saying here, is really based on the Posek. Leisikam, mecha. First is Don't hate your brother in your heart. He, does, he did something wrong to you, but don't hate him for it. Leisikam, don't take revenge. don't bear a grudge. More than that, the terror demands even more than that. The terror must think we're like capable of unbelievable things. Here, this fella harmed me, and yet I can't hate him, can't even hate him in my heart. And not only that, then he wants a favor from me. I can't say, No, I'm not doing it because I don't like you. Can't do that. I can't even say, You know what? I really don't like what you did to me, but I'm gonna do you a favor. I can't say that either. That's Natira. And further than that, the Torah says, "V'yahavta You have to love him also. How could the Torah demand such a thing? So the the, the answer is the last two words in that pasuk: ani Hashem." I am Hashem. When it's Hashem doing everything, when the Anav knows that, the person knows that, then he's able to do that. It wasn't him. It wasn't he who wronged me. It was a, It was Hashem who said this should be. It was Hashem, David Melech says, who told Shimi Ben Gera Kalel curse David Melech. This is the way of the Onav. Let's end with a different Rambam. This is the Rambam now in the end of Ilchas Deus. The last haloch in Ilchas Deus. Berak Zayin. Halak Zayin. Hanoeikim is Someone who takes Nekoma from his friend over balei One is transgressing a negative prohibition loyseikin. The prohibition You may think it's not such a. Such a uh, harmful loisaseh. Not so high high up there on the scale. Because you don't get malchus for it. You don't get whipped for it. Says the Rambam, even so, De'ya Rahi ad me'oid. It's a terrible trait. It's a terrible character flaw. El rohi lo'odam es mavra kol What's appropriate, really, a person to trying to train himself to just overlook things. Let everything slide. Kol they realize it's so silly to get involved and then you get all worked up and the only person who really loses out from that is me, myself. The other guy doesn't know I'm so upset. He doesn't know I'm, I can't sleep at night because of what he said. So what do I gain? I don't. He doesn't, he doesn't have any heart from it. And then the Rambam says the same passage that Chavastavav is quoted before from David HaMelech. Gah im Gamalti those who did bad to me that I paid them back with bad, I did favors for them. That particular story was talking about. Shalomelech, Vahalza happened to had an opportunity twice to actually make sure that harm would befall Shalomelech. He could have killed Shalomelech himself. Instead, both times he saved him. Even though Shalomelech was out to kill him. Shalla was became his archenemy. But David HaMelech said, did I repay back? David HaMelech was describing himself and he knew he paid back only good, even those who did bad. That's a sign, says the Chavah of humility. Moshe Rabbeinu was an onav and therefore he was able to forgive and forget. That's another part of the Midas of the person who has humility. HaGutenacht.